Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Do you just want to say whatever? Oh, hello. <laughs> First podcast. <laughs> In the midst of nothingness and unknowing Follow the compass light my heart is showing There's so much wrong in the world these days Almost can't keep my head on straight But I'll keep going, follow away Share my voice in the most authentic way. All right, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Kaylin Otto, and you're listening to Will Work for Food. Um, and I'm super excited right now because I'm sitting here with my friend Rivers, um, and we're in LA, and we just did a road trip cross country, and we got here a couple days ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to explain our road trip a little bit and sure. and why we did it? Oh, cool. Well, I'm like super fortunate that you uh, said yes. There was like it was like a roller coaster even before then. But yeah. the original idea is like I thought I was going to be doing like a cross country festival, like shows, like music shows. But you know, like that's not what happened. But yeah. like this was really special. Like it's really cool demarcation. Um, but yeah, like. I started in D.C., and I went to my college, Virginia Tech, and spent time with my two favorite professors, and then met you at Farmshire Animal mm-hmm. Sanctuary, and we did some activism, and, like, basically, like, I didn't have this. This was so loosely planned, and everybody I told, I would be, like, smiling. They'd be, like, what are you up to? Or they'd be, like, you're leaving, because I, I was telling people at my restaurant job. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I have this rad friend who just, like, figures <laughs> things out, like, on the fly. And, yeah. like, sometimes doesn't have money and, like, you know, whatever. And, like, everybody was just, like, so fearful looking at me. <laughs> like, well, we're sure you'll do well. And, like, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. Mostly because of you. Yeah, yeah. In my life. But the people were, like, expressing fear. And it was really funny because, right. like, everything was fine. Like, yeah. we are totally safe. We're fine. We're totally safe. And two, And we had fun. Yeah. Like, or I had fun. No, I had fun, too. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, too, is, like, you are staying here longer. So that's probably even scarier, too, right? Because I get yeah. to go back to North Carolina. Yeah, there's but more you're of a staying container for this for you. Right. Like, mine's, like, a, it wasn't a container because this is all open. Right. Yeah. So now you're staying in LA and you moved out here to yeah. work on your art project. I moved out here to make my dreams come true. Right. Which were, you know what? We should just go into that before we even do my like, where did we meet? All that stuff. We should just, you should just say your dreams right now. You go first. And then, no, I think you should go first. Right. Because it, it ties into the story of okay. why we road tripped out here. Let's, okay. let's hear your dreams. I, I wrote this down not for this. Okay. This was like me writing it down, like casting a spell. Okay. So I don't know how it will sound, but I'm just going to read That's it That's fine. Okay. okay. I will move to Los Angeles. I will have my own car. I will gain access to both the funds and care to begin my tra- gender transition. Okay. I will record new music that yields an album, production budget, record deal, and a career. 
each single and album enter Top 40 Radio and allow me to create a tour that blends pop music with earth-conscious activism and political change. My pop career will yield book and TV and film deals, which I will use to further the anti-speciesist cause and promote matriotism. These opportunities also allow me to write stories to engender these traits in children, travel the world, and allow my family once-in-a-lifetime experiences. My heart flourishes along with my success, correlating with increases in courage and vulnerability. I become a global example of humanity's potential to rewild change and imagine alternative utopian futures. My music and cultural accomplishments are recognized by all major, major media outlets, including New York Times, Washington Post, Time, New Yorker, Fader, Rolling Stone, ID, Them, Vogue, LA Times, San Francisco Tribune, YouTube, MTV, HBO, among others. My songs encourage and story and shows inspire musicals and allow me to collaborate enthusiastically to wider success with my idols. I thread the needle in articulating a need to rematriate and decolonize and inspire entrepreneurs and cultural leaders from all careers to revolutionize civilization. My efforts lead to global treaties to ensure the protection of wilderness areas and endangered communities, human and non-human alike. My efforts broaden academia's circle of concern to non-human ideologies and modalities. Outdoor education becomes an international foreground goal, along with plant-based eating and bioregionality. My reach and access allow me to fall in the deepest, most rapturous love mm. affairs possible, including for, with, and at my adopted children, who uphold the mantle of transforming humanity. I never lose my inner sense of purpose or control over my responsibilities, and I'm able to enrich the lives of my loved ones in profound, momentous, life-changing, and unforgettable ways. Oh, and I will have my sanctuary, too. It's, like, really ambitious. But you're already doing parts of that. That was what was occurring to me while I was reading. I was like, uh, like, three of them. I'm right, you <laughs> like, cross that off. Because you already had that thing. Um, they covered your show. Washington Post already happened. Yes. LA's already happened. Yes. Like, these, like, larger, like, more, like, amorphous goals are happening at Modicum, right? Like, right. I feel like the tadpole version, I mean, that's you and me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that we're, like, a tadpole version of it. But, like, it's all it needs to be. Right, right, right. You know? We're like, just working on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was so nice. I'm so excited that someone well, the is other, doing that. But the other thing, too, is, like, if the if if these, like, quote-unquote, supposedly already happen, that mm-hmm. wouldn't be a good thing because, because, look, at because look at where we're at, right? Yeah. Like, things are so shitty right now for someone to say that, say that they already did this. Right. And we or mean, the, like, politically, politically, like, with gender. Like, totally, totally, totally. Um, violence. Just yeah. everything in the world right now that's kind of freaky oh to face, yes. like, scary to face. White supremacy, patriarchy, yeah. speciesism, human supremacy, capitalism. Like, right. like the, the idea that someone's already working on these or like, or like the very like li- <laughs> liberal thing and be like, oh, you know what? I've already taken care of these. Why don't you petition right. or become my intern? It's like, sweetie, like if you knew better, do better because what? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's, I'm saying that's okay. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not just patting us, each other on the back for like trying to do things that are unprecedented. I think it's like a natural function of like wanting the world to be a better place. Yeah. But like you might not have the tools and resources you need. At every moment that you want. Yeah. yeah. But you'll get there. 
Oh my god. Well, now your turn. Awesome. Okay. Grill. So it's uh, my turn for my dream, and it, it, we wanted to start with this because one of the questions we're going to discuss is: Is suffering required for spiritual growth? Um, which ties into like, do you allow yourself to have your dreams and what you want and what you think is best for yourself, things like that. And then two, another thing I've been talking about a lot is that my awesome mom has always told me to ask for exactly what I want, whether it's the cute guy at the mall where I wanted his number, but I was really scared. And she was like, go do it, Kaylin. Um, or it's like, you know, I'm biking across the U S and I'm just working for food as I go. So I have to go into the restaurant and ask like, whatever it is, she's like, just ask. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good tie-in along with our question. Um, not only, like, do we not have to suffer, but we can also ask for what we want. So mm-hmm. it's good to practice this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is what I want. Mine's not <laughs> written out, so it probably won't sound as, like, put together. But I want a travel show that shows the style of travel that I already do, like, backpacking and hitchhiking sometimes and, like, you know, things don't always go perfect. I'm not staying in five-star hotels and I'm not whatever. I wouldn't, I, I, that's not what I want. Like, I want, like, this type of travel where I, I meet people and I experience new things and I learn. But now I've realized that it can be without suffering, too. Um, so this, like, really full travel experience, and I put it into a TV show. But when, so I'm basically taping my journey to get to where I'm going. But when I get there, I talk about, like, real issues that are happening in that community. Um, because for example, I told you about this before, but I was watching the travel channel and it was a travel show. Um, and they went into this area of the jungle where like the trees were getting cut down, you know, like we're using all their resources and they took you so deep into the story and they showed you everything that was happening and the animals dying and the people were losing their source, um, of like food and different things like that. So they took you really deep in and you're like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And then you're like, what can I do? And they're like, and check out this tourist thing you could do while you're over here. Um, <laughs> it wasn't about solving yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't about solving yeah. it. And it was actually like everything they showed you was deepening the problem. Yeah, tourism would yeah. exacerbate. Like, yeah. yeah. So it like it, it just threw me off. And I noticed that in a lot of travel stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I want to film like my way of getting there so I can show you how to travel if you're not completely rich, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that, that makes it more accessible to more people. Um, Show you everything I learned because it's a huge adventure. And then go into a place, like dive deep into the problem, like with what I saw, but then talk to the people who are actually there, let them tell their story, and then let them tell their version of the solution. And even if it's not already happening, I want to go film a place where it is already happening mm. and maybe put that as the second episode mm. or the second half of that episode or whatever. Um, yeah, so not only like do you get the travel, mm. you get the adventure, you get the crisis that's happening, mm. and then maybe you get the solution um, mm. either through words or like you can watch it happening somewhere else. That's what I want to do. And, and I'm going to gas you up a bit. You already do that. You already do that at Modicum. Like, your IG stories, the mm-hmm. fact that you don't shy away from really tough shit, and then you also, like, are oh, activating yeah. solutions. You're you're already doing it. It's just, like, a different, like, um, metabolizing it in a different, or, like, presenting right. it in a different way. Right. Yeah. It would just be more, like, a bigger share on that, sure, I guess. Sure, sure. Yeah. We, we need you to do it. <gasps> Thank you. We need you. Like, really. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that, because um, we've talked about it before, but, like, 
I feel guilty sometimes if I was just like, I want to host the travel show and I run away and do that. But I also want to like help create the world I want to live in. So I oh, think it's cool to do me. them both. Like read my whole fucking thing. And like, yeah. it's very, it could, it, it, it is a vanity thing. Like, um, but I'm like, oh, I'm not convinced that what our deepest, darkest desires are not also functional for yeah. the larger biotic community. Right. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, that's super exciting. And, oh, that's what we have to talk about. I almost said the answer. Um, okay, so we set our dreams. Usually I start the podcast, too, and tell the story of how we met. So if you want to give everyone listening a little backstory okay. on that. Um, well, I, like, wrote a song about it. <laughs> Kayla and I met at a protest. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, we were protesting Trump's inauguration, and we were with a group called Collectively Free, which mm-hmm. is a, a deeply intersectional activist community that includes anti-speciesist messaging mm-hmm. um, with other uh, causes because um, all of our liberations tied together. So we also talk about white supremacy. We talk about capitalism, like everything. Um yeah. And it's kind of like fighting against the idea that we should be working in like siloed movements. Like, oh, I only talk about the environment or I only talk about Black Lives Matter, you know, because obviously that's not helping us. Like it has to be intersectional. So like we met at Trump's inauguration and like... Thank you, Trump. Trump. Thanks for bringing us together, um, (laughs) sweet sweaty. Um, Sweaty. (laughs) But like, but it was like, it was so powerful and like Kaylin was just like brimming with magical energy <laughs> and all I was thinking was like I hope that this person likes me Aww. and like oh yeah for sure and then like also one of the posters and I kept it I gave it to Ritha and Yusuf shout mm-hmm. out Collectively Free DC but one of the posters was thank you Rafa and Lilia <laughs> for creating them um, white yeah. supremacy is killing all species Yeah. and I thought that was so fucking succinct especially for that day. Yeah. And also it felt like a sentence that had never been strung together. Yeah. Printed on a poster. White supremacy is killing all species. And we were arm in arm blocking like Trump supporters from getting a good view at his (laughs) inauguration, but also spreading the message. Right. And I think people ought to know because so much of like national news is like a psyops job. Like the reality on the ground is that we outnumbered Trump supporters like, yeah. 16 to 1. Yeah. Like, it was insane the amount of people who showed up to protest. Um, right. And not just with our group, like, a whole bunch of different yeah, groups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, the news definitely didn't show that. No, they never show the good guys. No. They only show the bad guys. And I remember um, seeing, like, anarchists there that were yeah. running around, you know, the they were, like, block, in all yeah. black. Yeah. And they, like, threw a rock or something that went through one Starbucks window. And then yeah. I saw in the news it was like, anarchists like burning totally. things down. And they made it sound like really out of hand. And I watched it and they like threw it. And then like people like walked by and just looked at the storefront and kept walking. What's fucking strategic is to like, if they want to keep the sheeple oh on their side, they, they want to villainize the good guys right. so that like we don't, we don't further radicalize, but it's kind of too late. Yes. It's too late. It's way too late already doing it yeah yeah so that's where we met and then we got to know each other more when we did the smithfield (laughs) 12 thing which i already did an episode on that so i'll put a link in the bio um when we planned how to sit in front of a slaughter truck at the world's largest slaughterhouse at that date and time there's now a bigger one in china yes yes because china owns it 
Yeah. Right. Um, so those were the first couple things we did together. Yeah. Uh, and then we did this road trip across the country, which was really cool. And it was originally supposed to be a longer road trip. Like twice the length. Yeah, twice the length. So we had time to go do things or whatever. But I was doing hurricane stuff, which I... <laughs> you were doing important things. I wish I had no idea it was going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, I can't go. I'm traumatized. And then I was like, oh, actually, I could go. I can just a later date. Um, so it was awesome that you let me still go with you. And it's like everything beautiful, beautiful in my life has been 10 degrees to the left of what I've planned for. Mm-hmm. Just every time. And like, so like the plan didn't happen, but what actually happened was even more sublime. Yeah. Like we stayed in an Airbnb, Airbnb that Caitlin found that was actually mm-hmm. a landlocked boat in South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, it used to be a, a yacht. A yacht in the middle with tiny homes. It was like actually like a dream. And then I got to meet her super cool uh, friend, Alex, mm-hmm. who's like a badass activist and other friends. And we yeah. protested a rodeo and like... Oh, tell them what your sign said. Oh, my sign... <laughs> I don't even think I know how profound this sign is. It's going to take a while. So. Yeah, I know. Um, it said, ride cock, not bulls. Yes. And, like, I am still closeted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if 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 we were where, we're need, where we need to be with regard to, like, queer expression, we wouldn't be in the ecocidal crisis that we're in. Yeah. So, like, I, I think queer expression is an ecological imperative. It's not just about saving humans. It's right. about, like, being attendant to, like, nature-based reality, yeah. which is not binary. Yeah. And so, like, I, like, sure, it gets attention. Sure, it's, like, overtly sexual. Right. But why is that um, bad and, like, yeah. heinous violence okay right, in, a, right. in a public space? Right. Um, because people were walking by us, um... Being like, oh, the, the police officer was like, oh, this sign, like, you can't have it. There's he was kids smiling here. the whole time, too. It was actually yeah. a little pervy. He was, like, smiling at me. He's like, I'm not sure you can keep this. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it he he like, knew better. Yeah. 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 People kept making comment like, there's kids here. They can't see this. And then they would take their kids into the rodeo where they're, like. Beating animals. Yeah. <laughs> beating. <laughs> it's not funny. But... Eating chicken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, but I want to say, too, that for every one person, there was only a handful of people that were, like kind of upset about this yeah, sign, yeah. but more than that were people who laughed, yeah. who, like, smiled, who, like, gave a thumbs up, took photos. Like, it generated conversation. It's like, right. art is supposed to uh, disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed, and, like, by that metric, it was 100% successful. Right. The sign, but the uh, protest also. Because, yeah. uh, do you want to tell what happened at the end? The woman who came Oh, out? yeah, yeah, yeah. We must be, like, very disturbed, by the way. Um... <laughs> But yeah, which at is the, healthy, probably. <laughs> yeah, which is healthy. At the end of this uh, rodeo protest, this woman came out and she was upset. I don't even know if we really talked to her on the way in because I didn't remember her. Did you talk to no. her? No, okay. I remember her daughters because they were already. I was already like, those are vegans. Oh, they're, okay. They, they, they might not know yet, but they're vegans. Right. Yeah. They are. They came. This woman went into the rodeo with like two, two little girls. Yeah, like two little bright-eyed girls. Bright-eyed little girls. And they came back out. Um, 
more towards the end, like of our time there, and this which lady, is early on in the rodeo. Yeah, were, it was they early were, like, on. Done. They were leaving. Yeah, and she like had taken a picture of like a bull's butt or something. Something that was like all trash. Um, yeah, they were and, like not messed okay. up and yeah. violated. And she was like, "Look at this! Like this, this wasn't." She wasn't like raging like how I sound, but she was like, "Look at this! This was yeah. like happening in there, and I can't believe it." And like we're leaving. Yeah. And her little girls were like, the one came up to me and she was like. I don't know why they can't just be nice to them. She's like, they they want them to do things for them, but they're so mean to them. She's like, why are they so mean? And I was like, girl, you tell me. Like, I know. I know. Well, having a cute they like you <laughs> yeah. at, at front expressing an alternate, like, reality, essentially, yeah. of being like, you know, ride cock knuckles. Like <laughs> right. you're, you're all of a sudden giving permission for these little younger people and older people to envision an alternate future. Yeah. Just by yeah. bearing witness, like just by being yourself in front of it. Right. And like, oh my gosh, we have no idea like the trajectory for them now too, you know? Watch, they're going to be like... Eating Chick-fil-A. No. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I'm sorry, I spoil it. Eating Chick-fil-A. I hope they, like, become these, like, hardcore activists, and I see them, like, crashing through the ceiling of some (laughs) Trump thing, like, in suspenders, like, with the same signs that we had. Sure. And, like, light the building on fire or something. Or become these, like, yes, I want that. And, like, maybe, like, combine their dream, which could be, like, making cartoons Mm -hmm. or, like... Or like designing clothes, but like have it be like forward, be like we're not using animal products. Yeah. We're going to tell people, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna draw. I'm like I'm gonna draw like you know, just like what we're doing. Just like what we're combining doing. our dreams with Flash. what we want to do. Literally, Christy has this on her Instagram bio. Who's um, Christy? Christy is a vegan activist who created a uh, an event that became the like the the. Uh, end of our trip, okay. kind of. Oh called, yeah, the... called Lit Clit. Yes, Lit Clit, and it was like a anti-speciesist, like femme-centric, like bazaar with like yeah. clothing and jewelry and all that stuff. People doing tattoos, music. Yes, yes, open mic, and then on her Instagram bio, because obviously I followed her. This is the quote she had: "It is by the force of images that, in the course of time, real revolutions are made." You know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. yeah, I but, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that might be the, um, I don't know. What these, yeah. What they what take people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. I really like that. We're going to have to put that in the bio so that people don't have to listen oh, back, back to find that. That's really kind. Um, also, a thing that I usually do at the beginning of podcast is I ask you some Sorry. weird question okay. to, no, no, <laughs> no. This is great. Um, I ask you some weird question to get to know you. Oh, jeez. Um, what don't you know at this point? Not for me. It's for the listeners. Oh. What don't I know at this point? I've been like overshare. That's what I want, though. Okay. That's what I, I hope I've done the same. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. We're like, I opened my butthole when I get into the water. <laughs> Edit that out. No, do it, you guys. It feels great. Red cock knuckles. <laughs> Open your buttholes when you get into the salt water. Yeah, when you're submerged in any body of water, like, it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I ask a question at the be beginning. The title of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's always something weird. Yeah, okay. Thanks. And I always have to scan back for it, but that just makes it a lot easier. So, 
I, that's what it's gonna be the title. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I asked one weird question to get to know you, but I felt like I didn't even need to ask you a question. Like one, your personality shines through, but two, I have an image that is you. <laughs> <laughs> and it is um can you describe what you took a video of today and then the music you put to it oh yeah so there's this really so we're in uh, manhattan beach in los angeles right now my really good friend um singer songwriter rin weaver um let us stay in her uncle's beach house and like everybody's got their halloween decorations but they're like it's just like a little element of competition i think going on oh for so sure. they're like because their yards are already beautiful like every little succulent that you think is so rad that's like at the size of your palm they're in people's backyards here but like footballs like basketball size monster plants gorgeous yeah so these yards are already gorgeous but now they're decked out with halloween gear and there's this sassy spider with like gorgeous <laughs> like silver black bone braid like long hair and it's got these like chroma like like infrared like eyes Mm -hmm. and I saw it and I had to take a little snap of it and I wanted to play Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato (laughs) because it just looked like this sassy spider yeah and yeah it was just it's so absurd but like it brought me and Caitlin so much joy oh we laughed so hard yeah and continue (laughs) right yeah yeah right that was a really I feel like that was the good snap of you (laughs) <laughs> like if I could I'll take it I'll take it to be yeah like, right that's like yeah I'll take it fun and glamorous Wh- whimsical yeah and also like witchy you know yeah well I mean that's a whole other podcast that is a whole other podcast um <laughs> we it's really cool because when I'm around you I feel like I don't have to filter myself me too and we can talk about like witchy stuff and casting yeah. spells and magic yeah. um and veganism, like, unfiltered, and just, you know, everything. I think it'd be really, really cool. hard to do um, uh, powerful magic while maintaining human supremacy. Yes. I don't think those things are, like... No. They, well, they cancel each other out. <laughs> don't <laughs> they? <laughs> Good magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good magic and human supremacy, like, they don't, right. they, they don't mix well. What's... For some people listening, I think a lot of people have different ideas of magic. How would you describe, like, magic in your magic oh. practice and what a spell might be? Sure, sure. I think magic is accepting that we are co-creating physiological reality at all times. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like would like to believe that they are, like, in a pinball machine version of the universe where they're just, like, bouncing and interacting and reacting to things. And the reality is that, like, you're also the machine. You're mm-hmm. the machine and the music and the lights and mm-hmm. the arcade game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you have the choice to co-create your reality. Right. And I think that that scares people because you have to accept a deeper level of responsibility for yeah. your time on the planet. And I understand why that's harrowing. Like, I'm the first person. I'm double Taurus. Like, I would love to literally, like, put all, right now, mm-hmm. put all the blinds on and, like, <laughs> make you watch The East with me. Yeah. With Britt Marling. It's so good. And, like, be a sloth. Because yeah. Because I do not want to, like, take... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to... And there are days, seasons and days where the, that's appropriate. Right. But, like, accepting that responsibility every morning is tough. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Is that satisfying? Yeah, that's satisfying. Um, what would you say would be, like, casting a spell or a ritual Ooh, that you queen. would do? You could give us an example or yeah. whatever. So when you decide to twerk alone in your bedroom, <laughs> I'm, you're laughing and smiling. I'm not. I know. <laughs> you, you are literally doing Dragon Ball Z level shit 
spell casting, like sending energy in different directions. You can be think of thinking of someone while twerking. Yeah. Um, also though, like you can write an intention and burn it and mm-hmm. accept that it in its new form, which is like loosely immaterial or at least like dematerialized enough to like go everywhere as a burned item rather than a physical piece of paper. Right. Is is this thing like like literally a million little boomerangs of yeah. that intention, hoping that they'll come back. Because right. even if they miss you and hit someone else, you it's love. Like it's yeah. it's like powerful and like I've had like in quote unquote crazy, I hate that word, insane, like beautiful, sublime success in practicing it and keeping records and knowing that it's real. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share your story that you told me today on the beach about the bracelets? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, uh, never got to have any like romantic experience. I was not ready for romantic experiences till like kind of later in my life. I don't know. It's all relative, but I was like 20, um, and studying abroad in Ecuador. And, um, I had a couple of really close guy friends and one in particular, and we had this kind of like contentious friendship, but it was also like, you know, like fun and, he and I rescued this girl who was, like, in distress at the ocean. And I didn't think she was actually in distress because she was, like, smiling and screaming. So I was like, she, she's having a good time. And he was like, no, we have to save her. And so we saved her. And when we brought her back to the beach, she, like, told us, like, I was really scared. I didn't know what to do. Thank you so much for saving me. Yeah. Whatever. No big deal. I mean, it was it was cool. And then the next day, she, like, ushered us. She, we saw her on the street. She saw us on the street ushered us over to her, like, um, jewelry-making stand, and she offered us, like, any type of bracelet we wanted. She had bracelets and necklaces and all this stuff, and it was a lot of, like, beaded shit. But I was looking at her wrist while she was telling us this, and she had this little green uh, bracelet that had a little knot on it, and there was nothing fantastic about it. But I just felt something, and I was like, I want that. And she was, like, trying to dissuade me. She was like, no, take these beaded things, blah, blah. I was like, no, I like that. And she was like, okay, like, I'll tie this around you. Just know, like, this is a wish bracelet. Mm-hmm. So the 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 reason I have this is because I made a wish and I tied the bracelet around my wrist. So I was like, okay, and I like said the wish to myself, um, which was I want to fall in love by my birthday, which was a few months away, and I'd never felt like I was actually had been in romantic love before. And um, the reason why this story is like special is the guy that I rescued her with, who in my mind was like a straight bro, because I was closeted too. We ended up uh, falling in love with each other, like, shortly before my birthday. Um, and never, if you had told me, if, like, a little, like, spirit came by and, like, whispered into my ear, like, this is going to come true, and it's with him, who we were literally, like, shoulder to shoulder, like, talking to her. Like, it was beyond my wildest dream. Yeah. And it's like, I couldn't, like... I can't have that experience and not engage with my reality that way moving forward, you know? Yeah. Despite people thinking I'm delusional, you know, despite, like, material reality not yet reflecting what my dreams are. Like, right. Like, all those are reasons to, like, not want to believe, but I already know it's true. Like, yeah. I already know it's real. Because you've had examples. Yeah, and that's just one. Like, right. I will, like, be full on, like, like, call the mental hospital. Like, if I sat here and told them, like, Caitlin would need to, like, you know what I mean? 
I probably wouldn't feel driven to, though. I'd be like, how can I make that happen, too? Sure, yeah. I mean, Liz Gilbert is, like, a Mm -hmm. fucking millionaire writer, and she'll say the same thing. Right. Like, we're in good company. Right. It's not too different from the whole witch thing. No, 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 no. I'm going to make a little list of uh, things people should look up if after they listen to this, and Big Magic is going to be a book that I'd recommend to people. And and the podcast is even easier. Yeah, 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 and the podcast. Oh, maybe I'll do the link. Of the one we listened to. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, Thank you for sharing your magic story. And it's, like, I do that too all the time. Um, Last month, I was like, "Ah, I haven't been very magical lately. What am I going to do? And I was like, okay, because this is something I don't always practice, even though I should more. I was like, someone's going to deposit money into my bank account. Oh, queen. And surprise me. What? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get paid for something, like, but I deserve it for something. And it's not, because every once in a while, my like, my dad will put money in, like, okay. I don't know, a few times a year, uh-huh. and he'll just be like, hey, I love you. And I was like, but it's not going to be my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone did that for work that I was doing and, like, didn't, like, ask me, can I do this, like, whatever. What was the apparatus that they were able to do that for you, though? Like... Like, did for you them. Go, go fund me up? Or oh, no, no, no. They were just like, what's your email? <gasps> wow, and I told I them, you? and they PayPal'd me. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we should address our socioeconomic and uh, complexion privilege, too. Yes. Like, you and I have had parents who literally say yes to all of our dreams. Yeah, and it's for allo- sure. allowed us to, like, go far and beyond, like, you know, I don't know. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to sound blithe to like the fact. I I love my favorite comedian in the world. His name's Paul Mooney, and he okay. says, um, "Do you have the complexion for the protection for the collection?" And yeah, he's talking about how sense. your race affects your safety, affects right. your material wealth, right? And for like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, because like, if I came from somewhere different, I probably would not even think about... Whose parents would not be able to do that. Right, And ditto exactly. me, you know, I'm like, when I study abroad in Ecuador, <laughs> you know, right. as folks do. But right, I was able right. to do that because my money I made as a lifeguard, I got to keep and didn't have to give back to my family, which right. is not true for everyone. Right. Yeah. And like when I was becoming a lifeguard when I was younger, my parents paid for it. The yeah, training, yeah. you know. Sure, sure, sure. If it was me and all those on my own. Add up. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that myself you know yeah so I'm very privileged in that way yeah definitely which is another thing like um that I want to talk about more the I wrote a travel guide on how to travel with little to no money um and someone helped me write it and like definitely I overlooked a lot of things because of how privileged I am when I was writing it and they went back through and they were like no this needs this is not how it is for everyone blah 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 so it's something I've wanted to talk about more too um when it comes to like travel stuff, and all this like to that. say, and I'm not talking for myself, I'll t- speak for you. Yeah. I feel like I don't know anyone who's leveraging their privilege with the same veracity personally. Oh, okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. I I'm like in constant awe of how you metabolize all of these things you're learning, mm. and you're you confront you know as harsh a reality as we're living in with like optimism and but also like steadfastness yeah being like you know i'm i'm here to fuck shit up but in the nicest (laughs) nicest way possible right it's not fair right i'm not okay with it being fair right unfair yeah 
Well, thank you. Yeah. That's what I that's what I think is important to do like if we have the time and the resources and the privilege and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Like use it, you yeah. know. It's like, yeah, we were talking about talking about that um at your aunt and uncle's house. Yes. Yeah. We've had some good conversations with people along the way. Oh, well, that one question, like, do you think suffering's required for uh, spiritual growth? Yeah. And, yeah, it's, you, people reveal their souls yes. answering that question. So what do you, that's, that's been our question. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to hear, like, what other people have to say, too. Please. I know it's hard through social media, but yeah. it would be really cool, you know. Yeah. Even to like put together a video or something where someone gave like a 30 second answer totally. and put them all together. Because everyone has been so different. We've asked, I think almost everyone that, that we've stayed with across the U.S. At least a dozen people. Right. Yeah. Um, if they think suffering is required, what would you generalize their answers as? Or like, did you have a favorite answer or So surprising? the question is, do you believe suffering is required for mental and spiritual evolution? Or for spiritual evolution yeah. or something? Um, uh, I think it was pretty mixed. Yes. Like, I don't want to say half and half, but I think it actually it was. was. Um, but every time someone said they thought suffering was required, my heart slash my butt was like, <laughs> it was like, no, it's not queen. And then, yeah. when, and then when I pressed them on it, they would basically explain a trauma that they had that like would, you know what I mean? Yes. Would, would, uh, that they can, that the, their story about it was like this had to happen for me to understand right. which like you can't dissuade someone from like I can yeah. tell you for sure like oh my god these terrible things that have happened to me but is it required did that have to happen for right. you to I'm not convinced and the most beautiful answer of the whole trip was Angie Fernandez yes. in Taos New Mexico without a blink of an eye without changing her expression she was smiling before we answered the question <laughs> during the answer to the question and as soon as it ended she said of course not and she of all the people we met had every reason to play victim yeah she, she told us our, to play victim. her life story and she had yeah. gone through a lot of things multiple drug addictions losing her lover partner um, father of her child at yeah. 20 in like a freak accident like so much pain. Right. Like her parents not caring about her and her do- her twin sister enough that they were getting into serious adult trouble when they were like 15. Right. Like, I'm, I, I'm not blowing up her spot. I think these are all things she'll admit to in yeah. person. Yeah. But just like she was, she was the, she was the person of all the people we've met who could have been like, suffering's totally required. It is required. Listen here. And like waxed and waned about like how terrible she had, but instead, LOL, she was like, <laughs> of course it's not required. Right. Yeah. Because she took things that you could easily suffer over, yeah. and she either did for life. a small portion of yeah. time and moved on, or she turned it into something else. Like, you know, and she's not like, all of this has prevented me from doing this dream and this, no. like how we tell stories sometimes. Totally, totally, yeah. She didn't do any of that. Yeah, I could have been a dancer if not for the farting accident. It's <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> you fart so hard it hurts your spine. <laughs> I kind of want you to tell people no, about no, the no, beach no, thing. No, no. no, I'm embarrassed by that. Oh, about you jumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what other dark. beach thing? Oh. <laughs> yeah. All of the handsome men. Um, Kaylin was like, Kaylin was like diving backward into the waves. Which, like, if you hit the crest of the wave, like, go for it. 
queen. Like, <laughs> it unless there's hurts. like a. And it's kind of hurts, like a backflop. Yeah. But like, if you hit the crest of the wave, like you're all good. But I'm like, is she being <laughs> careful enough to know that the wave hasn't already passed, and she's literally just gonna like body slam herself on her fucking back? And like, how would <laughs> after the wave has gone away? <laughs> after the waves receded, and like, how would we ever make that story sound cool? Be like, I was like backflopping in the ocean, and and. Broke my spine. The wave She's ran like, away and I hit the, I hit the sand. <laughs> I was like imagining like her on a backboard. This is bad magic. I mean, the fact that we're laughing and uh, uh, laughing mutes it, right? right? But like, not I'm not saying I want this to happen to Kaylin. It was just <laughs> we just we were laughing. I was laughing really hard, but she laughed even. You laughed. Harder. I did. That they was, laughed even harder. That was really funny. Sorry, I'm still working on pronouns. That's and okay. I, and I guess I want to pay you another compliment. Um, I have had a hard time accepting that I'm non-binary trans, like mm-hmm. I identify as trans and like, but I've been a little bit vocal about it and like mm-hmm. more, more vocal on social media typing than direct yeah. experience, which is something I'm embarrassed about, but it's been Kaylin and my hardcore intersectional anti-species activist community that's been like really strident about it. And like mm-hmm. Ritha Chota- Chotani in DC was like, her and you have been like my champions about it like yeah. we were putting on the festival um i participated in fringe festival in dc um Ritha was like talking to all the techs and all these people at the shows reminding them to call me she and her yes it was really it was really beautiful because like i understand like i grew up in like a heteronormative carnist like liberal capitalist suburban environment i understand mm-hmm. why people think that we're just like they see us as just like troublemakers being needy or something yeah they're like why can't you eat bread with eggs and guts in it or yeah, buttholes like, yeah like why why do you care to be called <laughs> you know you look like a man why don't you just you why you happy with what god gave you and right like, i understand that like but um but just because you've been traumatized doesn't mean you have to, like, fucking recreate it and, right. and force it on other people. Yeah, you don't like, have to put it on someone else. No, yeah. I think it's harder, too, like, a while ago when I was like, I would like to use they, them yeah. pronouns instead. It I'm wasn't sorry, a, I haven't. Oh, been. no, no, that's okay. Yeah. Like, I still get it, too, and I don't enforce it for myself like I do. <sighs> yeah, Like you easier, or yeah. someone else. It's easier to do it for someone else. Yeah. Especially because I already see you that way like the way yeah like so it's not like I have to I'm like oh I gotta remember this again like you know it's just so I think it's hard for people when they don't shift their perspective wait can I ask a question yeah all right because this is basically a setup for something I was curious about um I wanted you to talk about the specific pain Mm -hmm. of the support you really need not coming from where you needed or expected. Oh, gosh. We've been regaling each other with stories about friendships that have, like, not standed the test of time. Right. And, like, we're super sensitive about them still. Yes. And, like, I don't think there's anybody that you and I have said that, like, we want to cut off indefinitely. Like, I think the majority feeling was, like, we want to rekindle it. But, like... Right it's hard when you're evolving or growing and and your friends don't accept it. Yes. Um, Oh, that's a really good question because... How do you deal? I had a ton of, a lot of friends in high school. um, And this was just the girls, basically. The guys, they're like, whatever, you're cool, whatever. Yeah, Like, you know, they don't care. Um, This was the girls and I doubt any of them 
listen to like any of my stuff anymore. Um, but I had a lot of friends in high school where like, from my perspective, like I think they thought I was crazy when I started doing direct action or like talk you about other things school? like that. No, no, no. When they watched me later, oh, since like high school. Yeah, we already had like fights or whatever you want to call okay. them in high school that separated us. Yeah. But then I think it was like also easier for them to be like, she's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I probably do look crazy compared to what we grew up with. Hey, listen, you can't lose your mind if you <laughs> never know, had it. You never had one. You can't lose what you've never had, <laughs> especially your brains. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's painful like because I think um, that a lot of us, we've heard like in movies or stories or growing up that like, oh, you know how we're supposed to do everything that our family wants us to do just because of blood and time spent together and energy put into it. Yeah. The same thing goes with friends, I think. When we, yeah. we've we grown up with them, like this is supposed to work and you're supposed to stay sure. together. And it's like really painful when it, when it doesn't happen. Um, how have I dealt with it? I've cried. <laughs> I cry a lot. To, like, you know, when something's hurting, it helps me release it. Um, how have I dealt with that? I think that my life after high school, so after not being around these people, have been has been moving in so many different directions. Like, I went to be an exchange student, and I made really good friends there, and then I became an activist and really good friends there, that I can look at it and be like, you know, actually, I wouldn't create the time right now to go back and, sp- like, spend a year with them, you know, in a different state where they're all at and they're all hanging out. Like, I wouldn't actually want to do that right now. It's not because I don't care about them. It's just it's not because my life isn't going in that direction. Um, so I'm going to appreciate the people I have here, even though I didn't grow up with them and I don't have all the backstories and we didn't go to the same high school mm-hmm. and we didn't, you know, all that good stuff. Like, I can look at those memories and be like, that was super great. And I can also look at, like, people like you who are in my life now and be like, this is also really great. And I don't actually know if I'd have the space for both. So instead of suffering about it all the time, how about I just focus on what I do have Mm -hmm. um, and like the things that I am doing with these awesome Mm -hmm. people. Um, Not to say that it's not painful, but I think that's been the way that I've dealt with it the most. I'm like, this is actually where I want to be. And these are actually the people that I love being around. So let me appreciate that rather than wallow in, like, these seven girls don't like me anymore. It's not too different from, like, the suffering required. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah. we all, like, yeah, like, oh, I'm so heart- heartbroken. Like, I wish – it's kind of, like, I feel like – I feel like I, like, escape into, like, film and television. Mm-hmm. And usually over film trilogies or for television shows that last ten seasons, like, the principal cast stays the same. Yeah. Like, the person's best friend is there the whole time, the main love interest, but, like, real life is generally not that. No. And, like, it's sometimes hard in the vacuum to, like, find out or to be okay with that, you know? Like, I've always envisioned every time I've, like, embarked on a new adventure thinking, like, everybody that loves me currently is going to be there for the end of this one. And I find out in the first act that, (laughs) That is not true. Not only are they not willing to do it, but sometimes they've, like or cast dispersions about it or me, you know? Right. But um, I'll say this about you, and I think we talked about this. Like, you're reading The New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Yes. Um, And he talks about how at some point in the history of the planet, the method of reproduction for plants, which is flowering, hadn't existed. 
So mm-hmm. the flowering is just one of probably thousands of ways plants can reproduce with one another. But at some point, flowering hadn't evolved yet. Right. And I always think about what was it like for the first plants to flower. And I imagine the other plants in the same, like, you know, five foot radius being like, who does she think she is? Look at her and what she's doing. I can't believe she's so audacious. She's crazy. (laughs) Right? And it's like, I'm just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just flowering. Right. Like. Right. And I will say this without any fear veganism is a flowering for humanity a hundred percent oh yeah and it opens up into so many more things too totally and i think it's really Activism hard is a flowering for humanity yeah radicalism oh yeah witchcraft yeah and people just i don't know it's funny it's funny because i feel like you have to do like go through the layers like onions like you have to undo all the stuff we've learned yeah. and then you get to a certain point and it's kind of like calm and you kind of see things um like for example I felt like I had someone in my life who, like, kind of required me to do a lot of work on, like, gender and sexuality. And so it got me to this place where everything was calm, and I was like... Do you want to thank them? Yes, thank you. Thank you for... Oh, yeah, Amani. Yeah, that was Amani, yeah. Like, thank you. Same person who helped me write the travel guide. Yeah. Um, Like, helped me do that, too. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I I don't think I could have done on my own. Like, I didn't... No, yeah, it was super powerful, and like it gets you to a place where you look at things. And like, a very like small example was I'm like, oh my god, like why is a certain color attached to a body part? Like why is, like, um, why can I not? Why am I not supposed to love someone because they have a vagina? or um, because of the pronouns, like the words that they attach to themselves. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is all, like, kind of nuts. And if we just get back to this baseline thing, it's really simple and really easy. Like, why do we make it so complicated and, like, fill it with so much hate? Can I uh, – complicated, I like to say. Complicated? Yeah. <laughs> why do we make it so complicated? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember why I was saying that. Oh, and I think it's hard if you haven't done that yet. To sure. accept other people who are doing that or who have But it would it. take a flower to create a precedent for it. Yeah. And you can't, if, if while you're flowering, you get deterred by what people uh, thro- are throwing at you, then you don't get to prove them or yourself wrong if, right. you, if you give in to that fear. Right. It's really tough. It's really <laughs> tough. And then you kind of look like crazy. You but have to be are. willing to look crazy. Yeah. Do you know who were crazy? The abolitionists in 1810. Everybody who was a good churchgoer, everybody at Thanksgiving dinner, all that stuff, they hated them for it. And now we look back and we say, of course I would have been against chattel slavery. Right. Oh, it's really easy to talk about that in hindsight, but it was right. less than 10% of the population, which is not too dissimilar from those folks who are unlearning speciesism right now. Mm-hmm. We're like less, the, those of us who are vocal about it, yeah. And fighting, uh, you know, for the abolishment of, like, animal slavery, it's, like, it's the same numbers. It's yeah. The same oh, numbers. yeah, it is. Same demographics. Right. That's a good perspective, because then I remember, oh, it can kind of happen. And it could happen. Yeah, yeah. It can happen. Yeah. yeah definitely. We're, we're in it. We're in it, sis. We're in it. We're doing it. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. Is there... Any um, 
like, lesson that you've learned on this road trip or any favorite story or just anything that kind of comes to mind when you think about it? So we've already covered that, like, suffering is not required to Mm -hmm. evolve. But I also feel like joy is an absolute necessity. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you don't leave space for joy in anything, then you're not going to make a wise decision. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really powerful, especially in this culture, in this lifetime, where people really want to valorize, like, atomization and, like, bootstrap theory about like you know like quote-unquote hard work um and you know that becomes the reason to not pursue what your heart truly wants and like pursue Mm -hmm. like fun and like whimsy and like I just feel like a couple things happen on the trip where it's like if we're not having joy nothing will fucking work right it won't matter that we made the most practical decision with regard to where to sleep or find right. gas because right. if we're not happy then it doesn't it's not worth it right yeah like you lose the ability to be pre- present yeah. and I think that that becomes like like if you're someone who believes suffering is required you won't get that other lesson either yeah like there um I only felt like I had space to learn it because we were already talking about how suffering is not required yeah yeah so it's kind of like the answer to that problem like, you're asking about a problem, right. and then the answer is, like, find, like, find joy ASAP. And follow that. And follow it. Right. And everything else will fall into place. Right. Like it has with this road trip. <laughs> so far. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I talk with such trepidation about it. It's like, I don't want it. I'm, like, scared of that. Right. You know. Well, because you're going to be on something new soon. Yeah. You know. But it can continue. I know it'll be it different. It doesn't have to end. Yeah, yeah, it'll be different. But uh, don't leave. Caitlin's getting on a plane tonight. I know. I'm not ready for it. Oh no. Oh no. I'm gonna have to try to put this podcast out before I fly home because I'm not gonna be on social media for three weeks. Oh, cool. Maybe at the airport. Yeah, maybe at the Is it airport. Too much work. You can no, it's put not it out that later. hard. It's it's it just takes a little bit longer to upload it, but that's it. Yeah. So we are going to do. Are you gonna do it? Oh, starting tonight. Or or you're going to do it. No, No, maybe not not even tonight. Why not? Three weeks minimum. Yeah, three weeks minimum. um, We're going to do, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. Alex, my boyfriend, is Mm going to do it. Um, Three weeks of only eating fruit. Just fruit. Just fruit. Are we allowing non-caffeinated teas? Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good. Fruit and, like, drinks, I guess. Yeah. Okay, there's the question. What if I want a green juice? It's Ooh, not fruit. I don't, I don't know. It should just be whole fruits. <laughs> like, I'm like I looking for every out. I'm like, what if I want espresso, french fries, and Ben and Jerry's <laughs> vegan ice cream? Well, just put some um, some grapes on top and it'll count. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I think um, just fruit, Is this right? fruit gluten-free? No, yeah. No, it should just be fruit. It should just I be fruit. I think so. And why? Because... 
technically, anatomically, humans are frugivores, and we follow enough uh, people who are deeper into esoterics than we are, who will tell you, just like vegans and trans people before me, like, like, hey, like, not only is this possible, it's actually, like, optimal, and, like, you'll access yourself in a new way, and you'll tread lighter on the planet, and, like, lighter on yourself. Yeah, like, like, I want to be, like, opened up like a vessel, and just be, like, Psychic powers. Oh, yes. This, connecting with nature. Uh, I just want it all to be easier and, like, feel more natural. Yeah. Because now I'm, like, you know, eating, what, like, dark oily, foods. dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. heavy foods. It makes me sleepy. We just sleepy. had, like, black bean burgers and sweet potato <laughs> fries. I was, like, was they really brought us, though. like, an, an, an appropriate amount of ketchup. And I was, yeah. like, excuse me, I'm a monster. Can you bring, like, six times the amount? And, <laughs> so and they brought a bowl. The ketchup. waiter, who was a queen, was, like, okay, sis, like, maybe. And, like, you know, <laughs> brought me a bowl of ketchup and I, like smiled like the Jim Carrey's Grinch <laughs> but yeah but like be embarrassing like right let's get past that <laughs> yeah yeah I was like I count it's a tomato yeah yeah um so we're gonna try to do three weeks we are gonna do three we're, weeks we're, there's, yeah we're of gonna all fruit and I'm gonna delete social media from my phone I'll keep my messenger <sighs> popping yeah so I can talk yeah. to people, but I'm I'm gonna keep mine, but only because I'm new in a new city and I need yeah. need friends. Yeah, and you can communicate with them that way. Yeah, that yeah, so. it's easier than text message. Right, honestly, that makes sense. that makes sense. So that's gonna be. Do you have any predictions on what's gonna happen when we? Get I think rid of fruit. Or? Yeah, I think or just fruit. Oh yeah, when we're we only eating fruit. fruit. I think not only will it um, meet our expectations of feeling lighter and more integrated. Um, and, and kinder, I think there's probably seven to 13 other things that we don't even, we didn't even know were possible for right. us that, that will be positive, um, and only know them after 21 days of doing it. Yes. So we can check in like, yeah, I know I'm going to be posting, especially if I feel that great, I'm going right. to like spill the tea and be like, Hey, Hey, all of the quote unquote crazy people are actually the only <laughs> sane ones and right. you all need to hop on board. Like, don't don't follow the bandwagon. Help build it. Right. Ooh, that was really good. The, I That might be the title for this podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't follow the bandwagon. Wait, why not ride cock, not bulls? That is another good one. <laughs> no, no. Do something that's inclusive. I'm not <laughs> nasty. Um, I want us to build a coalition to save the planet. But I also want to ride cock. You can do both. Yeah. And they both actually intertwined. Yeah. And necessary for each other. Yeah. I'm excited. So I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to get off Instagram and Facebook and start eating fruit and probably cry because I like emotionally depend on food all the time. Me too. So it's going to be really hard. Someone's going to be like, I hate you. And I'll be like, I just want a sweet potato fry. <laughs> a hot one. A hot one. A blistering one hot one. In a bowl of ketchup. Oh, that's and funny. Not gonna happen. Well, three weeks. Three <sighs> weeks. It's still not gonna be really cold. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Were there any like other stories or thoughts you wanted to share? Or? Well, can I hold your hand? Yeah. <gasps> yes. Um, I just want to tell you that I uh, love you, and um, I want you to know I forgive you for and future um, transgressions, anything that's holding me back or limiting you, um, I I love you. I want all of your dreams to come true. 
Thank you. <sighs> yeah. What is yours? We uh, same with Angie, a really cool person who taught us that. So you just hold someone's hands, look them in the eye, and do, you know, exactly what you just did. Um, I think the planet would be better if we all did that a little bit more. Oh, that's a really good way to educate. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, by Alexa, but I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa plays Shallow by Lady Gaga. Oh, that's the last. Can we do one last thing? What? Can you tell me your own movie review on... (gasps) Star is Born? A Star is Born. Oh, my movie review on A Star is Born is to go see Colette. (laughs) And don't see A Star is Born. But also, Gaga should win Best best Actress for for reasons having nothing to do with that film. (laughs) Right. Just because. Yeah. Um... It's fun being a student and not the teacher sometimes. Yeah. But you don't have to suffer ever. And if someone tries to tell you you need to suffer to get something you want, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> was that what you said in your story before we started this trip? I was watching your Instagram story. Oh, shit. You were dropping some knowledge, and at the end, I think that's what you said. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound very third-way zen of me. But in a way. No, yeah. <laughs> it followed up some deep wisdom. Yeah. You know, we got to mix the banal with... And yeah. The, yeah. Keep it fresh. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much thank for you. being on this First podcast. podcast. Thank you so much. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Remember this podcast when you're... Oh, come on. I know. I wouldn't We've even have to remind you. We've already done yeah. it. Like, it's happened. Yeah. It's already happened. It's already happened. So... Yeah. Um, oh, where can people find your music, oh, your Instagram, all that stuff? OMG. So I'm about to like become a gorgeous woman and record brand new music. But if you want to hear my music uh, that's already out, you can look up the Green Eyes EP. Um, it's on Spotify and iTunes. Um, and my artist name is Rivers Wilder Green. Mm-hmm. So if you Google Rivers Wilder Green, you'll find all that stuff. Yeah. And um, the thing that I'm most comfortable with at the moment is Instagram. So, like, I populate that with all of my weird shit. And um, it's not manicured well enough yet that you won't also see, like, funny spiders <laughs> and stupid songs. <laughs> but it's great. That's yeah. I'd rather it. Because right now I have to access joy to make anything work. So right. So wherever I find it, yeah. If it, it happens to be, like, large spiders yeah, singing yeah. down in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So that's your music and your Instagram. Yeah. And I'm also going to post a link of your write-up in the, in the DC. Oh, thank you. DC is. Yes. Oh, that, that'd be really sweet. Yeah. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.